Hello and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine and I will be your host again this time around. You know, growing up, I remember we had a lemon and an orange tree that were grafted together. The oranges were slightly tart, but they were really good. But the lemons... The lemons were insane. They were sweet lemons. They were so perfect. Whether for lemonade or squeezing them on top of a nice piece of grilled fish, it made everything it touched better. Anyway, I was raised in the house that had that tree. When I got older and I moved out, I bought a lemon from the store for the very first time. I never had to. We always had them. I I brought it back to the house, and I almost brought it back to the store because I thought it was bad. It wasn't. It just didn't come from my grafted tree that I was used to. See, my normal lemon was not like everybody else's normal lemon. But growing up, I thought nothing of it. Similarly, I also came from a family where my father's job was not most people's father's job, at least outside of Southern California. He worked as a prop maker for the studios, mainly Universal, but he also worked at all of them at some point, Warner Brothers, Paramount, you know. But Universal was his home, and he basically retired from Universal. Now, I don't mean to stereotype, but I've noticed a few little things in fellow studio workers' kids that kind of show that we may watch films and television a little differently. For example, and if you fit into this category, let me know if this is you as well, okay? Kids who have parents who get or at one time got their health insurance from motion picture health and welfare have a tendency to stay for the end credits of a movie. Maybe we'll know a name. Maybe we'll see a relative's name. For example, if I saw the name Wayne Campbell as a transportation captain, that was my cousin and so on. But, but beyond that, it was more than just trying to find a name of someone you knew. It was kind of an ingrained respect thing. You just watched the credits. It's like waiting for a dealer to pick up his cards before you look at your hand. It's a respect thing. All of the people on those lists made that movie. And the credits, that was essentially their on-screen time. So many stories and shared experiences came from those who had studio jobs. You know, here's one example. My dad was once asked to work with a small team uh, to build a part of a set specifically 
for Fred Astaire to dance on. Now, this was obviously much later in, in his career, but they got the specs. They got the special wood, which would be more conducive for a dancer to dance on. They prepped it. They put it in place as part of the set. The set got dressed by another department. This took a decent amount of time to accomplish. But anyway, according to my dad, Mr. Astaire appeared one day, spontaneously danced on it, and kindly but directly said, Boys, I'm sorry, but this floor needs more spring. And off he went. So, okay, the cool things here. Number one, the prop makers didn't care. They were getting paid anyway. And it gave them, you know, something else to do, a new project. But number two, who has a workday like this? Who has Fred Astaire come in the room and dance for you? You know, who goes to work in small talks with Jackie Gleason or says hello to basically every actor and actress who shot their shows locally in the area in the late 70s and the entire 80s and 90s? You know, who said, hey, I'm glad you called. Tell you what, meet me at Spielberg's office and we can talk there. Well, that was my father. And I know some of you who listen in too, just by the demographics reports of this show, can probably totally relate to this. So I kind of feel like I have two audiences going on here. For those who can relate, I hope it brings back really nice memories for you. And for those who can't relate, I hope it helps you to peek through the stage curtains and just have a good time listening. But all that said, I wanted to announce that I'm starting a new series on this podcast called, drumroll please, the Psychology of Film by a Prop Maker's Son. What are we going to do? We're going to talk about Hollywood, directors, real experiences, actors, actresses, you name it. But all from my kind of unique perspective. The perspective I always thought was just normal. I think these episodes are going to be a lot of fun as my take on film comes in the form of slightly tart oranges and sweet lemons. I also, in my celebrity interviewing past, have interviewed a number of people that you've seen on your various screens, be they movie or television, and I'll share some of that with you too. So, in addition to psychology on vinyl, music videos that help build Generation X and the Brainstormer series, we will once again have a new series, and this is entitled The Psychology of Film by a Prop Maker's Son. Of course, all of our normal psych topically themed adventures will by no means stop either. I just wanted you to be the ones who heard it first, so stay tuned. Well, we once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a little playlist on Spotify. And what that playlist is supposed to do is represent what you just listened to. This time around, we have for you a refresher podcast, the psychology of film by a prop maker's son playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash 
The Psychology of Film by a Prop Maker's Son. So here's your 10 tracks. Number one, Father's Song by Prince. Number two, one of the best songs you've probably never heard before. James with Just Like Fred Astaire. There's no way you won't like that song. Honestly, listen to it. Number three, Films by Gary Newman. Number four is Lady Picture Show by Stone Temple Pilots. Of course, I had to throw this on there. Hollywood Swinging by Cool and the Gang. Then we have Work by Bob Marley and the Wailers. We have Hole with Celebrity Skin. Red Hot Chili Peppers with Hollywood Africa. We have The Drifters, Saturday Night at the Movies, and a very cool song by Mark Almond entitled Hollywood Forever. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash The Psychology of Film by a Prop Maker's Son. You will not have to type that whole thing. It'll pop up before that. Guys, this show simply would not exist without you. This is such a grassroots show. I'm going to prove it to you. We'd like to welcome some new listeners. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in America in these areas, in Randallstown, Maryland, and in Roslindale, Massachusetts. But just to show how diverse this is, we also have brand new listeners in the Riyadh province in Saudi Arabia. Come on. Welcome to Refresher, everybody. I'm glad you enjoy the show. Please keep listening. Also, if you'd like to help to keep this podcast stay up and running, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be extremely helpful. I also wanted to let you know, too, that celebrity interviews that I've done in the form of books, other books that I've written, uh, T-shirts, merchandise for the show, all that good stuff can be found at our website, which is RefresherPodcast.YolaSite.com. That is RefresherPodcast.Y-O-L-A-S-I-T-E.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Well, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor, and remember, there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.